Welcome to episode 49 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi, if you're new. Hello. Hello, Ooh. 2022. 2020, mother loving too. That's why it should be called from now on. Well, people have been saying 2022, like as in a rerun of 2020. And I'm like, please don't oh, say that. Please don't. Okay, that's just a bit gross. Yeah. Positive vibes only. Yeah. Always. Haters, haters. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. No. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Good year. So, what have you been up to? Uh, other than Christmas. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's really hard, isn't it? January is always a bit of a bummer, isn't it? Christmas yeah. is over and then it's just back to normality. But I'm trying to think. Christmas was lovely, obviously. Yeah. Saw you guys. Mum, Rob. Obviously, saw Dad and Claire as well, and then Ash's family. So, yeah, that was nice. There were some very good gifts, as always. And, yeah, I think the highlight, other than Christmas, obviously, is we are now Cineworld Unlimited members. (laughs) So, we got Cineworld gift cards for Christmas. So, we thought, we'll just do it. Yeah, we've just basically gone to the cinema a hell of a lot. Like, four times. We've seen four different movies. So, but then. When Ian and I first started seeing each other, we had those and we used to go all the time. You get the, I don't know if they still do it, but when we did it, they used to do this thing where there was like a secret showing and you wouldn't know what you were going to see. You just booked your ticket and just rock up. And I think, what did we see? What was that film with Bruce Willis? And um, what's the premise? They like travel through time. Oh, Looper. Looper. Yeah. What's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's it, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I got you, I got you. Thank you, yes, we saw that and that was brilliant. That's pretty epic. Um, Our one, so we, because we got the card at the end of December, mm. the first movie we booked was the new Matrix movie and then the second movie was Secret Screening. So I was a little bit worried because I didn't want it to be the 355. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that. I really want to go and see that. I really don't. I, <laughs> so I was really I love worried. me a woman spy. But it was Belfast, which I did not know anything about going into it. But I'm actually really happy that we went because it wouldn't be a movie that I normally would think oh I would like this I really enjoyed it we've seen the new scream we've seen licorice pizza it's all going off um apart from that I don't think anything else happened (laughs) just January please just January yeah but yeah how was how was your month then yeah really good thank you I uh very much like yours to be fair had a lovely Christmas and then I think the first weekend, Ian took the boys to see the monster trucks up at the O2, and they had a lovely cool. old time. So mm-hmm. Evie and I met Mum and Rob and went to the cinema. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and saw West Side Story, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got it's Steven Spielberg. I don't need to say anything else, really. No. So that is literally that and work. That is my January, so yeah, pretty blue. Yeah, boring. Yeah. Maybe better better things to come, hopefully. Fingers crossed, yeah. So, the rundown. So, in this month's episode, as every January, 
Uh, we will go through our albums, our singles, all that we've listened to in the last uh, few weeks, our record of the month, our honourable mention, and then the theme, as always, for every January from now until forever, is wrapped. So we will yeah. go through our Spotify wrapped results. Because you're back on it this year. Because I'm back Was on it... it this year. And big announcement of oh, something something has happened in the last few few weeks what what is it our whole family is back on spotify yes. because ian did a trial of it again mm-hmm. and has admitted that it's better than apple music the thing is it is great apple music i just mean i don't have to pay my own 9.99 anymore <laughs> Oh yeah, you can actually do like a do oh, is a family, like a family one now. Yeah, yes. Big news. We're all on Spotify now. But I'm very excited about my wrapped. I've been dying to do this episode. I with know. You. I feel like we're so late now, but it's okay. So albums, you yeah. go first. Okay, my first album is by an artist called No Rome, and the album's called It's All Smiles. So it's 10 songs, 27 minutes, 2 seconds. So I just want to start off and say, again, January, I feel like is quite a hard month because in terms of, because we're always a month behind a lot of the time, there's not a lot of new music that always comes out in December because obviously Christmas music, etc. So January sometimes can be a little bit hard for me. So I just had to go on to like a list. I don't know if it was like Genius and just see who released what. And then I was like, I like the sound of that. And then just picked it. So this was completely random. But this is his debut album. He is a singer-producer from the Philippines. So I thought that was cool. Interesting. He is signed to Dirty Hit, who are a British independent record label. Um, And they have people like the 1975, Baby Doobie, Wolf Alice, who are also signed to them. Um, So I think if you're a fan of those kinds of acts, you should like No Rome. He's kind of like all pop, hyper pop. Okay. Well, this album is especially. Co-producers are BJ Burton, who's worked with Kanye West. Bon, it's not Bon Iver. How do you say it? I say Bon Iver. I don't think it is. I think people get really... But um, Charlie XCX. But then also it's got the 1975's George Daniel as a co-producer. He is the drummer for the 1975. Now, I think that definitely makes sense when you hear the textures and sort of sonic design of the album. But it sometimes sounds too similar to the 1975. And I don't mind hearing sort of influences throughout. Hmm. But we're here again, just like an album or EP that I spoke about last month with Holly Humberstone. I think... Again, it's great to hear influences, but we're here to see what you can bring to the table. So I would have liked to hear a little bit more of his own style come out, but the detailed sort of textured production is very cool. It's sort of like glitchy noise pop, I've put it. Um, And there's a lot to take in, especially when you're listening with headphones, um, which gives you sort of a different, every time you listen, there's different stuff to pick up on which I thought was really cool. But yeah, it's interesting to hear some different genres chucked in there as well with sort of that glitchy production. There's some like more alternative sounding tracks, um, but then there's a little bit of R&B on other tracks as well, which was interesting. 
Um, and I think he's got a really nice voice. But it was just a shame that I could just hear 1975 throughout. And I was like, uh, yeah, if I wanted to listen to them, I'd go chuck on one of their albums. It's all right. I would recommend checking it out. I just might not revisit it as a whole. Um, but the songs I liked were Space Cowboy, How Are You Feeling, and Secret Beach. Lovely. Well, I shall definitely give that a listen, obviously, because it'll be on the playlist. Yeah. Okay, so the first album I'm going to talk about, and I'm so excited, and I know you are too, is The Weekend Dawn FM, 16 songs, 51 minutes, and 49 seconds. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh so that came out of nowhere. That is one of the things that I've put down is that he's sort of been teasing an album for yeah. the last year, but actually already announced it, yeah. like the release date, a few days before. And I was like, yeah. what? It was like one day he was teasing it. The next day he released photos. Mm-hmm. And then it was out. And I was like, what the what the flip is going on? But I was very but excited. We're here for it. So. Here for it. Yes. So I really... Like, I love it, obviously. I don't know how he keeps coming up with all these ideas, these concepts. Mm -mm. But he just has an idea and he's all in. The whole album follows the theme and he lives and breathes it. And it feels like whenever you hear him speak and talk now, it will be about Dawn FM. He will be that character. And I know it's the same character. I'll go into that in a second. Yeah. Um, But that is why... It's amazing. He's just, what I've written, he's a talented motherfunker and I love him. Um, So the first half for me is like an 80s pop, funk, electro synth kind of journey. Yeah. And then the second half kind of, it slows down Mm -hmm. and is rumoured to be part of a trilogy. Again, here for that. Yeah. Um, He tweets, he tweeted, I wonder if you know you're experiencing a new trilogy. And Mm -hmm. so now fans are like, all over it they yeah. they're even speculating that the next one's going to be called afterlife yeah we me and ash had this discussion the other day yeah but with this particular album the character from the last one is now in purgatory and just kind of yeah. starts off kind of driving through a tunnel towards the light if all of that doesn't float your boat it's also narrated by jim carrey who just happens to be his next door neighbor that is also what i've put what? so i want to live like, on that street yeah, they're neighbours and apparently like one of the things that they bonded over is because they both have telescopes and they like looking at space and all of that. And I'm like, that, what why doesn't that hell? sound that doesn't that sounds <laughs> fine. That sounds yeah. like so the weekend and so Jim Carrey. Yeah. I literally I was like, I just want to live on that street, please. Mm-hmm. I'll live there. That's fine. Uh, I just feel like, hey, hey, <laughs> hi, Jim. <laughs> hi. Yo. Um, I've listened to it a lot. The first half has me bopping. There's some seamless, really seamless kind of transitions. Oh, I love it. On the so first much. five tracks, mm-hmm. it's just seamless. It just merges. It's like one just amazing transition. Like a radio mix. Yeah. Like it's just... li- yeah. They just flow into one another and it just. Uh, yeah it's just an incredible experience and the kind of stevie nick staff punk samples on take my breath literally they just make me smile so much mm-hmm. so but much. also though i because we know that track it's been out for quite yeah. a while but when i was listening to it and then i heard it start and i was like hang on this sounds oh, different this from the different. released one yeah. 
and it's an extended version and oh I love it's worth yeah. it absolutely I've worth got goosebumps it even I'm getting the tingles it. I'm getting the tingles <laughs> so looking into it again he's talking about a trilogy but what was interesting is I um, read somewhere that apparently he had begun writing an album earlier in lockdown but it was too dark and way too sad so he kind of created another album that is more fantasy and more of an escape okay. so I think that's quite interesting because Dawn FM it's a dark album oh yeah but he's Without made it doubt. fun he's made it fun so I think it's like hang on if you said that other tracks are way too like dark what, what? is going on in your brain is what I want to know are they gonna be on the third album Maybe. what's gonna happen but yeah I it's sort of as you said like an 80s dark synth pop vibe while being very funky but re- very relevant still so again you can hear that he's like got those mj references i mean he even has quincy jones on it which is insane you can hear all of that but it still feels really like current which mm. i love about him and again he just seems to be getting better and better with every album and he truly is an icon I've <laughs> written. One thing I would say is if you have not listened to it with headphones, you need to just immerse yourself fully in the experience yeah. because Agreed. the transitions that we spoke about, and I just think everything about it, it just sounds amazing when you fully immerse yourself in have it. Have you listened to After Hours and then gone straight into it? No, not I yet. I highly recommend it. Okay, I need it to do is that. It's just cool it's cool i need to do that yeah but um only other thing to add is i kind of liked what he was doing vocally Mm. on this album there are some things that were a little bit different for him yeah and his voice is always great but i loved that he tried something a bit different so on gasoline he like kind of went like a deeper talking style but I really liked it. Because I had to Google it because I was like, is that someone else or is that him? And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's him. But I needed to Google it to make sure. No, it's him, yeah. <laughs> because it I was just him. like, has he got a an unlisted feature here? No. But no, it's him. Yeah. It's him. And I, I really like that. I did read like an article. I can't remember what website it was for, but they basically had three of their staff like reviewing it. So it was interesting to see how different they took the album. And there was one person when it was like, what would you change? What what was the worst bit? One of the girls was like, nothing. It was perfect. There's nothing I would change. And then there was another girl that basically said that she didn't like his that part on gasoline because he she felt like he was doing a bad British accent and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I was like I don't agree but I get it I do get it I don't agree Um, but I get where you're going yeah yeah. just I just put what an experience and what a way to start 2022 I'm in love and I'm obsessed I literally haven't stopped listening to it so oh Abel and the thing is we were mad at you for cancelling yeah, the tour. Yeah, but you've but sorted now, it out now. Because now I'm like, it. I want to see this. Because oh. what if, what if he releases the next one before he does the tour? Oh my God. And then it's like the whole experience of those three albums in a row. Like That would be fucking epic, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then it makes sense why he needs an arena for that shit. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm not mad. Not mad anymore. It's fine. I said to Ash, I was like, I'm sorry, Abel, that we were mad at you. But it's fine now. You've made up for it. 
I now believe- release the tickets, please. <laughs> favorite tracks. So my favorite tracks. We've already spoken about two of them. Um, so you mentioned gasoline, and I've already spoken about take my breath. I also like how do I make you love me? Sacrifice mm-hmm. and don't break my heart. Yeah. So I've done take my breath brackets extended version loads of exclamation marks sacrifice which has a real thriller vibe to it i love it i love it yeah and then of course here we go dot dot again featuring tyler obviously and that is the reason i didn't include that in my list (laughs) i was like yeah she's gonna talk about that (laughs) just because i'm a basic bitch but yeah no what an album i'm obsessed with it i can't stop listening to it so yeah i'm really excited about it Right, so my next one is an EP, um, so it's quite short. So it's Chloe Lilac, and it's called When I Feel Better. So it's only full song, four songs, so 11 minutes, 26 seconds. So not long at all. But she is a singer-songwriter, um, and when looking into it, she said about the EP, When I Feel Better is a collection of songs I wrote in quarantine, hoping that I'd release them when the world was in a better place. I can't say that the world is in a better place now, but it felt right to put these out. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I like that. So yeah, it's only four songs, one being an acoustic version of one of the songs. So actually, it's only three songs, really. (laughs) But I was like, should I do it? And I was like, no, because I've listened to it. So, you know, and again, she's a female. So I thought we we need to talk about it. So pop record with some alternative chucked in. This rock revival is definitely ramping up. It's coming full full speed. Her voice sometimes reminds me of Charlie XCX, but on the rockier tracks, you can kind of hear old Avril Lavigne. Okay. That's not Classic. bad, is it? No. I'm talking like first album. No. Avril. The only album that I actually listened to. <sighs> You didn't listen to her second one? No, I mean, I did listen to it. I mean, now I would still listen to oh, first got you. if I was feeling nostalgic. It sort of has old Avril Lavigne, but also sort of that classic female rock sound, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think her voice is really cool. Um, again, I think it shows her ability to be flexible with different genres, which is always really cool as well. I just put it's too short. And I would be really interested to see what she does on a full-length album. Um, so I'm going to definitely keep an eye on her. Follow. <laughs> too, too short. Three too songs, short. Three one songs. acoustic version. Anyway, the songs that I liked out of Awful, Sick and 19. Okay. That's it. I've only chosen two because there's... Out of three. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done the acoustic version, but I didn't. So... Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> so then the next one I'd like to talk about is Alicia Keys. Keys. Uh-huh. It's 26 songs, one hour and 33 minutes. I can see Jess's face like, what? What? Now, hang on. Hang on. Let me explain it. Hang on. So the album, it's the same album twice. So it's a double album, essentially. In the olden days, we would have had a, a case with two CDs in it. Yeah, and that's one... literally what I was picturing, by the yeah. way. The first half is called Originals. So all of the mm. songs are like the original kind of, not 100% just piano and Alicia. Like there is production. Kind of like raw. There is production, but it's... Raw. Yeah. But yeah. not. Well, kind I of... get what you mean. Yeah. And then the second half is called Unlocked. Um, which mm-hmm. features Mike Will made it on co-production with Alicia Keys. Okay. So the first half is kind of stripped back and chilled. The second half is 
slightly more upbeat and more produced. I like both. <laughs> I like both. I would listen yeah. to either or. Um, her voice as always will always get me. I've got a soft spot for Alicia always. She's just so effortless and soulful. There's nothing new here. There's no that she's not breaking any barriers. It is just. I say just, it is what you'd expect if you were going to listen to an Alicia Keys album. Mm-hmm. Um, only, I think, smoother production nowadays. You know, if you went, if you go back to Songs in A Minor, which is a legendary album, mm-hmm. one that I love and will always love forever and ever, and then compare it to this, like, she, you can see she's grown, but there's nothing, new on, there's nothing new on it. It's just a good Alicia Keys album. There's a song on there called Old Memories. The unlocked version reminds me of Tupac Changes. Oh, okay. I did have to play it to Ian to be like, what does this remind you of? And he was like, mm-hmm. Tupac. And I was like, oh, how did I not? How, you know, when you're like, oh, for God's sake. How did why I not? I, yeah, why did I think of that? that? But my favourite songs are Skydive on the, the original version, Billion's mm-hmm. original version, Come For Me, which features Khalid and Lucky Day, the unlocked version. And my favourite song is called Daffodils, but the unlocked version is my favourite. I think that's a really cool concept, actually. Because, cool. again, it's sort of like, right, here's my like take on my songs and then the second half is I've basically brought this person in to see like how they understand the tracks and I think yeah. that's really cool actually yeah yeah how it can evolve but that's yeah it. it's a really good album and I know it's a long album but you could easily listen like it's on Spotify sometimes it gets a bit bit mixed up sometimes I found with albums where they've tried to do that and you can't work out which bit you're listening to yeah yeah. But this one's really clear, like the originals are at the top and the other bits at the bottom, the um, unlocked bits at the bottom. No, yeah. I'll let her off. It's a concept. I get it. I Clever. get it. It's not just like Chris Brown just... Just a load of songs. Chucking out shit. No. <laughs> it's not just so, songs for song's yeah. sake. They all yeah. have a place and a reason. And But like I said, there's nothing new. There's no... It's not done anything... Different. No, different. No, she's just... No, but that's fine though. Yeah, no. It's just what you expect from Alicia. Well, I do look forward to listening to that because I think that is pretty cool. So I'll I think you'll off. really like Daffodils. Okay. Just saying. I'll let you know when I've the listened to it. Version. Unlocked, yes. Right. So my last one is by Sasha Keeble and it is an EP which is called Intermission. So it's seven songs, 25 minutes, 17 seconds. So this one, as because again, we don't, really discuss like the weekend album we sort of knew because we had obviously and we were texting when it came each other out. when it came out we were like yeah. you listen to it? You li- I'm listening to it what you- <laughs> so that was pretty obvious but um before we started recording I was saying that I was on mine and Sam's uh blends on Spotify or blend um and I saw that a song from this EP had both of our little faces next to it so I was like we may also have another one um <laughs> But I was trying to be as discreet as possible, but it doesn't look like you no. reviewed it. So that won't be my last one. You probably have. Well, you have. I can see. I've yeah. seen that you know who she is, but she is a British Colombian singer. And researching into it, she said that this EP is a reflection on heartbreak, learning to be alone and loving myself, a topic that I've never touched on before, but is so fitting for where my head is at right now. 
I've never been more honest and true to myself than in this music. And to say the the journey has been cathartic would be an understatement. This music has both broken me and healed me in so many ways. And I'll always be grateful for this intermission in life. So I know that was a bit long, but I kept reading it. I was like, oh my God, it's just everything she's saying is getting better and better and better. But an interesting fact about her, she's a graduate from the prestigious Brit school. Oh, So I was like... Bloody oh. hell, okay. So, you know, it's got people like Adele, Leona Lewis, Katie <laughs> Loyal Kana, <laughs> loads of people. The list goes on and on and on. But uh, I think this says a lot, and I don't really need to sell her any more than she no. went to the Brit school. But yeah, it's very R&B, so um, it's an emotional and honest EP. The instrumentation in a lot of the songs give give it like a raw feeling in the sense of, Emotions, not the production, um, which is great. There's some more upbeat and funky songs that you can't help but tap your foot or bop your head to. I loved hearing the different vibes from her. I think her songwriting is great and her voice is so soulful and beautiful. And I got from it, it's going to sound really weird, but hopefully, well, you have heard her, but hopefully for you, dear listener, you'll understand where I'm coming from and I won't sound crazy. So it's kind of a mix of Amy Winehouse. But also Lauren Hill. Yeah. And it's very weird because they, both of them, have very different voices. But I once really you do. hear Sasha sing, I was it like... It makes so much sense. I was like, I hear Amy, but then I was like, do I hear Lauren Hill in that? I'm like, that's confusing me. But honestly, when you listen, hopefully you'll, you'll understand where I'm coming from. But yeah, also I was just surprised that I couldn't find a lot of about this EP when researching it I was like why why is no one talking about it this is amazing um so I would highly recommend it you're gonna love it yeah well I haven't listened I I would admit not listened to the EP that song came up in a you might like this type thing playlist and I did like it there you go so Um, yeah now I'll listen to some more um so the tracks I liked were never knew love opening arms and don't get lost Cool. I look forward to listening to it. The last one that I want to talk about is a mixtape. Okay. Um, I stumbled across this and it is actually, it was released last year. Okay. I've just only discovered it now and mm-hmm. need to talk about it. Okay. So <laughs> it's by Priya Rookie. It's called Damn She Tamil. And it's 10 songs, 35 minutes, 50 seconds. It's a debut from her. Um, she's a Tamil Swiss London based singer, rapper, and it's produced by her brother. It's quite it's a relatively new genre, so it's a, it's under the free form okay. genre. So it's got elements of kind of soul, pop, R&B, dance. And then there's some of her, some kind of Tamil influence in it. That's um, cool, yeah. It's so cool. It's definitely a journey. It doesn't tell a story. It's not a concept album. It isn't all about one thing. It showcases a lot of different styles, different feelings and sounds and kind of keeps you guessing from one track to the next yeah I really need to hear more from her and quite frankly her brother because Mm -hmm. the production is just wonderful one of the songs was actually written by her parents and features them 
no on way. backing vocals and that's called Santa Sam that's um that's like an added extra so like a bonus track yeah on Spotify they quote her as saying this is the most pure and sacred work that I have ever put into the world I've carried it with me for a very long time until I found a way to translate it into these songs if I could make your day better even if it's for a blink of a moment it's more than I could ask for I cannot wait for everyone to hear it oh that's nice lovely um and I just I've listened to it more than once it just it does make me smile and I really enjoy just just listening to it and I really think you'll like it too and my favorite songs are good love 2.0 that actually came out in 2020 and I think might have been on something else I think it might have been in an advert um and then the next song is called anything the next one's chicken lemon rice (laughs) and the last one is forgot about but yeah really listen to the whole thing because it is it's really really good so singles so the first one i'm going to speak about is stay down which is neo featuring young blue we heard it no i have not another (laughs) neo track i've missed i know i know I don't, know. I don't know yet. Do you follow? Do you even follow him on Spotify? I don't think I do. No, oh, well, I don't follow a lot of people him. on Spotify. I've just started though. following anyone. Anyone I like, I've just started following because I feel like I miss stuff if I don't follow them, and I don't want to. Should miss I be them. doing that? I don't know. Probably. If you don't want to miss any more Neo songs. we were watching youtube about two days ago and the full you know obviously youtube now does the adverts Mm. the full music video for that christmas song yeah for leona lewis and neo started playing and i was like this is january now (laughs) please don't and it literally was the full track i was like skip 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 please don't it's not christmas anymore yeah so it's a song of two halves so okay. the first part of it is kind of pure neo, kind of slick R&B vibe. And then it goes into like a slow kind of trap track. Okay. With Young Blue rapping. And I just I just really love it. It's really good. Sounds interesting. So I'm going to be honest, all my singles are not that new, to be fair. Because again, okay. it's January. There's not a lot going on. Oh, obviously not from because I'm not following people. Um, So my (laughs) first one is by an artist called Neil Francis, um, and it's called Music Sounds Better With You. So this track actually came out in 2017, and it is a cover of Stardust, Music Sounds Better With You. But this is like an alt-pop version, so it's got like a real indie vibe to it, while also making you want to dance. So... What more could you want? Yeah, I mean, I've heard it previously, probably around the time they came out, but I forgot about it, and then I heard it the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" <laughs> I'll just keep listening to it. So, yeah. <laughs> so my next one is Fenty Secrets, which is by Kid Ink. Not someone I would normally listen to. No, but I just really like it. I just okay. really love this song. He's actually got an album. I've not listened to it because he's not really my thing, but I just like <laughs> this song. And it's got a little kind of push it sample in it. There's another sample in there that I just can't put my finger on. And they overlap each other. And I, it took, like, I just can't, you know, when you're just like, what is this song? Yeah. And it makes you a little bit cross. But once I get over that, I really enjoy listening to this song. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to figure it out. I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. But I'll give it a go and I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so my next one 
is by Sam Henshaw and it's called All Good. So again, this came out in 2020, so a couple years late to the game. But he is a British singer-songwriter. He's got a very soulful voice and it's just a feel-good track that makes you want to bop. So again, I'm just going for positive vibes as possible. To see you in 2022. I like it. But yeah, it's just, it's a feel-good track. So hopefully it'll bring a smile to your face and I think you will really like his voice. So cool and uh, so my next one is 900 degrees by daya obviously we all know that i just i'm a bit in love with her at the moment mm-hmm. but she's not another single and it's about her journey and moving through life she, and there's a bit that i just want to read to you watch how i catch my freedom nothing to prove i walk my truth water my roots watch how i grow this season oh yeah like that i needed to make an album and i need to see her live these are the things I need. Are these your goals? Goals for this year? Yeah. Well, well, it depends on that. Depends on her, really. I don't want to make it a goal because actually, if she doesn't release an album or go live or go touring this year, then I can't. I'm Hailed. already shooting myself <laughs> with the foot. So, you know, I'll leave that to her. But there are two things that I really want to do. Nice, because you're a fan girl. You're a fan girl. I just girl. love her. She's just immense. So, uh, my next one is by an artist called Nige. Now, I'm guessing that's how you say it, because it's N-I-G-E, okay. um, and he's a white guy. So I, mean, I didn't think... right to me. Yeah. I, so I'm guessing Nige. Yeah. Um, and the song is called Got To Be Me. So this came out last year. So I'm getting closer. Okay, <laughs> closer, closer to us, to, to present times. Exactly. So not as late to the game to this one, but he's a rapper from London, and it's a song about being free from your own expectations, which Cute. I really like that message because we are all too hard on ourselves. But yeah, it's just like a very, cal- he's got like a really calming rapping voice in this. Um, and it's just, again, like a joyful track to just not be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Thanks, well, Nigel. If that's your, if that's how you pronounce it. Thanks, Nigel. <laughs> um, so the next one I would like to talk about is called "Intimidated." It's by K Tranada, and it features her. I did not know about this. No, what a combo! Yeah, I was going to say it. What a combo! Funky beats and her soulful voice match made in heaven. Mm. Just. Listen oh, I'm excited. It's I'm really excited. good. So good. And you know how much I love Kate Tranada. And her. And her, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Both of them. I like that. I'm yeah, excited. That. And then my last one, I didn't actually see when this came out, but it came out quite a few years ago. I know that for sure. Um, but it's by a group called Brass Against. And the song is called Wake Up. So it is a cover of Rage Against the Machine, Wake Up. Okay. But they're American brass band who basically play like <laughs> protest songs, but okay. then they, they cover like hip hop tracks as well. So they do like Rage, but they also like cover Public Enemy, <laughs> stuff that fits within their protest bubble. Okay. Um, but I know it sounds crazy, but once you hear it, you're like, that is so fucking epic. Like it just takes it to a whole other level. And the only reason I'm choosing it is because Matrix, the new one, um, because it kind of gives a lot of throwbacks to the first one. The original Matrix, the end credit song is Wake Up by Rage Against the Machine. So they found this cover version and then they used it for the new one. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, that was clever. 
it's fronted by a woman as well. So the vocals are crazy. You just have to go listen to it and you will feel like you want to take on the world. So you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So my last one is Wave Gods, uh, which is by Nas, features ASAP Rocky and DJ Premier. Oh. Um, Signature Primo sound, two amazing amazing rappers. Nuff said. It is from Nas's new album. Mm-hmm. It is a good album. It just didn't make my cut for my top three for this month. <gasps> it is a good album, but it's just not... didn't want to talk about it, did you? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Ian's talked to me about it enough. This song's the highlight, just saying. There you go. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Record of the month. I've been literally binging this song for about two months now and I can't remember if I spoke about it and then cut it out of an episode. But basically there was a track that went really big on TikTok, but it was only on SoundCloud. It was not on streaming, other streaming services. This does ring a bell. And now she has put it on. Spotify and Apple Music and I literally uh Scissor, I hate you, it's called. And uh, I tell you, if I weren't in a relationship, this would be my jam. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> she just does this. It seems like towards the end of a year, she releases a song that is almost like for, you know, people that have just broken up with someone or they're going through some shit. But every time I'm like, not that I relate to it personally, but I'm like I'll sing it with you, don't worry. I'm just here for moral I'm support. Here, here um, for everyone. Anyone who needs some moral support, I've got the perfect song. Yeah, there you go. This song. And yeah, I mean, again, her voice, amazing. We don't have to, I don't have to sell her. But yeah, this is your breakup slash, you're just going through a hard time. You want to sing it. Um, and she's great for that. So I'm just going to predict it that next year January this is probably going to be very high up on the list but if in some crazy world you haven't heard it you should go check it out it's good it's good yeah so my record of the month is Chitty Bang by Lai Kelly 47 oh now I am pretty sure I've spoken about Lai Kelly 47 before I am obsessed with one of her songs which is called Money mm-hmm I definitely listen to it often. I just love the vibe. Yeah. She's got undeniable flow. It's over this for Chitty Bang, undeniable flow over a hard beat with a vocal loop. What more could you want? Nice. It is brilliant. I love it. And I just really am hoping so last so the last time she released an album was twenty eighteen. The la- and then after twenty eighteen she didn't release anything until twenty twenty, which was just a single, and then now we've got this one. So I'm just fingers crossed for a new album. Hopefully it's leading to a, a full length so. album. I really hope so. I've got my fingers crossed for you. So thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's okay. Honourable mentions. How many of you got? Uh, two. I got two. Right. So my first one, not music related at all, but we have to talk about it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. Yes. What a movie. I just, everyone was going on about how brilliant it was. And I was like, 
what is happening in this film that makes it so brilliant? What is a no one? I didn't see any spoilers and no one told me what was so lucky. You are so lucky. Yeah, because I don't I don't really go I don't really follow any movie stuff anywhere. No. Whereas you probably do. I don't really follow people who do anything about movies. Like Taylor thought it was going to be ruined for him because he saw loads of stuff on TikTok. But actually loads of the stuff that he saw on TikTok was absolute BS. Oh, okay. So he's quite um, lucky because I think we we saw it on the first day that it came out. But I think what was annoying leading up to it is that there was a lot and I don't mind theories theories are fine but there were some people that were going so into it and there was a lot of leaked photos and stuff so I was like oh please I feel like it's now going to be ruined oh my god no Mm -mm. it went above and beyond and I think I'm just going to give a spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it, we're, we're, I'm just going to talk about it. I can't help it. You can't not. So this is your spoiler warning. So three, two, one, you need to go right now if you don't want to hear it. So we knew that there obviously was going to be the villains popping back up. We saw that from the trailer. But there was so much speculation. There was leaked photos of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. But Andrew Garfield got pulled up on these photos and literally he needs an Oscar because in an interview, he literally said, I have heard about it. I've seen it. It's a fake. And everyone was like, hmm, okay, you're lying. And then obviously it turned out that it was real. So he needs an Oscar um, for that performance alone. But I just think with, I've never been like a huge Spider-Man fan, but like I'm fully engrossed in this Marvel universe going on so when I sort of heard about the rumors and everything I was like right we need to see it this is gonna be fucking epic especially from Loki all that multiverse stuff coming out I was like right what are they gonna do and this film started off straight away from the last one which was genius by the way yeah I loved how it literally just went boom boom straight in and that's it you were straight back in there was no build-up it just got straight into it and it just kept going, going, going. There was a lot of pop-ups. So there was Matt Murdock that popped up from Daredevil. Oh, my God, Crazy. literally. In the cinema, they, like, <laughs> you knew the people who knew and you knew the people who didn't. Yeah. It's like, we, me and him were like, oh, my God. <laughs> See, <laughs> I never watched it. We are watching it. Ash has seen Daredevil, the TV show. But, like, I knew who he was, but I've yeah. never seen it. So oh. when it came on, I was like, and he was like, oh, my God. But no one really gave a reaction to that when we were in the cinema. There was um, there was some people directly behind us yeah. when we watched it who obviously knew their shit because they were having some conversations during the credits whilst we were waiting for these scenes. Yeah. And I was just like... They know their these shit. Are my, these are my people. These are, <laughs> these are my nerdy Marvel yeah. people who know shit. These are the people I want to listen to. And there was some scenes that were extremely sad and then they hit us with the saddest scene in the whole movie (gasps) saddest moment but then I still had tears in my eyes and then you fucking see Andrew Garfield come through that fucking portal and I was like I don't know what to do I'm still upset but I'm excited I'm crying but I'm so excited and I just think that was the perfect way to get him back in people in our cinema went out to be fucking nuts for Andrew and then when Toby came back I was like yes there wasn't too big of a reaction to Toby. And I was like, how dare you all when all of you were hating Andrew Garfield? 
you weren't there in the other movies liking him. But yeah, I was just really happy that they brought it all back. But my point to this rambling is that I was really worried that it was not going to live up to expectation. And actually, the way that they did it all from start to finish, the movie was just genius. I think their chemistry is all three Spider-Men genius i love the way they work together i love how meta it was though that andrew garfield was like i just feel like i'm not cool and they're like no you're like really cool and it was sort of you know hinting at you know him his movies i do love the way that they they did that and how they were really kind of playing on all the bad publicity that they got for those films but doing a fucking good job of it it was just i was literally the whole time like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> crying oh, love i cried so many times so i'm not much. even kidding too much crying i demand film should not make you cry no it shouldn't <laughs> it should not not that many times marvel they just keep getting better and better and better and also the end credit song was della soul three mm. is a magic number yeah. how fucking smart clever that's that a good call <laughs> so much more to say but that's it that's all I'm giving you. Yeah, we can't keep. No. It's just, we'll ruin it for everyone, even if you have turned off because of the spoilers. So I'm really late to the party with this one. Okay. But I have just watched, uh, like literally as soon as she put it on Instagram, I put it on. Yeah. Tonight with Arlo Parks, Variety Hour Special. It's on YouTube it now. Yet. So you can all watch it. If... You've been in a hole for the last year and you've no idea what the fuss is about with Arlo Parks. Just go and watch this. And also, where have you been? <laughs> We've literally been speaking about We've her We've been for talking a whole about year. her for a year. We love her. At least once an episode, probably. Once an episode, she is mentioned for one reason or another. Yeah. Mainly because we're massive fangirls and we love her. Yes, we do. Um, but this, so this hour special, her performing her songs, and then she does a couple of interviews as well. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, not her being interviewed; she interviews. Oh, people. okay. So I've watched it a couple of times, to be fair, because I just really love her. She's talented, and I just think she's an all-round wonderful person. Yes. But she interviews—is it Romy? Romy? How do you say her name? She's a musician. I don't know. Oh, I think it's Romy. And then she also interviews Dave Bailey from Glass Animals. Okay. Um, And then they both join her on stage after Dave's interview. And the thing is, when you're watching her perform the songs, you can see exactly what she's thinking, exactly what she's feeling while she's singing them. Yeah. And it's just, just beautiful to watch. Like, I had it on in the background whilst I was doing something I just love watching it it's lovely I, I really need to see her live and I'm really annoyed because I was talking to Shannon the other day a couple of weeks ago and she was like oh yeah we're going to see um we're going to a gig later I was like oh yeah where, where are you going we're going to see Arlo Parks do you know her sorry what I was like what is, I hate what? you so much I hate her so her and her and Stuart love her and they booked the tickets ages ago like when she first came out and they went and saw her uh, no, I'm just like, I hate you so much. No, I'm not. I've got really serious not. envy right now. I'm yeah. not happy. Um, <laughs> no, no. Turning around. Don't turn your back on me. <laughs> it's not me. Um, but yeah, she was amazing, obviously. And I'm super jealous. Me too. 
Yeah. Oh, I could actually cry. No, I'm joking. Okay, please, please do watch it. It's really worth it. So my last one is music related. On Disney Plus, there is a TV miniseries, The Beatles Get Back. So went on Disney Plus just to see, because there's a lot of different, it's not all just kids stuff on there now. There's a lot of different stuff. Went on yeah. there and I saw this pop up and I was like, oh, yes. Ash really likes The Beatles. So I was like, right, should we watch it? It's only three episodes. Fine. Went on. Every episode is over two hours long. Oh, my God. So that, I'm just going to put that right out there from the start. Oh, my God. So basically, it is directed by Peter Jackson. Crazy. But it's basically a documentary about the Beatles featuring in-studio footage of them making their album Let It Be. But I'm not like a huge Beatles fan. Like I can appreciate them. So I think they whittled it down for me that 80 hours or 60 hours worth of footage. So now it makes sense why it's eight hours long. Wow. So yeah, it was. it's a really interesting insight into the Beatles and sort of obviously their later end of their career um because this is around the time that they were like just getting to a point where they were like no we don't want to do this anymore so it's really interesting because I think when you think of the Beatles you automatically always think like I don't know group that they like each other all the time everything's smooth well no I do anyway you never assume that anything went wrong and watching this you there are times where it's literally uncut and you just see them arguing, basically, and you're like, fuck, I didn't realise that this is how they kind of felt towards one mm. another. So um, I would say if you're not a huge Beatles fan, watch it. If you are, you probably already have watched it. Um, but it's just, yeah, really interesting insight into the Beatles, who they are, what they were like as a group towards the, you know, later end of their career and just the process of making an album because with this one, they basically just wanted to record each track live, try and keep it, what's the word? Raw? Yeah. And it was interesting for me who didn't really know a lot about the Beatles like that. So yeah, if you've got the time watch it but I would say because where some parts are uncut I don't think it's vital that you watch it all in one go I don't know if you watched like an hour stopped and then came back to it I think that would be fine but definitely check it out it's interesting okay um and also it's like the lead up to their last performance as a group on the rooftop of the recording studio you actually see all of that happening oh that's really cool so my second one that I want to talk about is the Coachella lineup. Oh yes, crazy. Craziness. So got three days. Harry Styles, these are the headliners. Harry Styles, Billy Eilish, and Yee. I'm not being funny, but actually the the day that he's on, there's like a hundred other people that I would rather see ahead of him. Doja Cat, Joji, Jamie XX, Run the Jewels, Ari Lennox. Fatboy Slim, Vince Staples is on that day, Duke Dumont, Bieber Doobie, Woo. Sampa the Great. Yeah, so there's loads of people. So his day is a kind of not so not so bothered about. Right. I think if I was going to go to one of the days, I think I'd go to the Billie Eilish day. Okay. Which is the second day. So you've got Billie Eilish, Flume, Megan The Stallion, Disclosure, 21 Savage, Danny Elfman, Stromae, 
Givon, Anita Brockhampton, Brian, Girl in Red. I just remembered something. Oh, all right, go on. So now that you've mentioned Brockhampton, they made a statement the other day. Yeah. So they have said because they cancelled all other European tour dates but kept the London one. So we were like, what the fuck is going on? They basically made an announcement that that London show and Coachella are the last performance ever as a group. They are what? not performing anymore. <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. So that makes this even more... Yeah. Brockhampton um, performance, Coachella, that's the last ever performance, apparently. Wow. Arlo Parks is also on that day. Hot Chip are on that day. Holly Humberstone, she's nice. on that day. Uh, someone who I haven't heard of, but I really want to find out who they are and what they are. Mannequin Pussy. Oh, never heard never of them. Never heard of them. And then on the Harry Styles day, he, there's Lil Baby, mm-hmm. Daniel, Caesar, Phoebe Bridges, Big Sean, Snow Allegra, City Girls, Pink Sweats, Omar nice. Apollo, Black Coffee, Carly Rae Jemsen. <laughs> Spiritualized, Mika, Slow Tie, Princess Nokia. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, one for you. Yeah, just that one song though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's kind of it's a it's a mixed bag as Coachella always is, but I just thought those three headliners were very strange, if I'm honest. Like Billy Eilish I get and Harry Styles mm. I get, but yay, why is he headlining? I don't know, people like him. People like him. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like there's a different, with each day you're getting like a different type of headliner, which I think I appreciate. Yeah. Um, Again, for me, that would probably be the day that I might. Dip out of. Yeah. The thing is, Dave's on that day as well. I miss Dave. I love her. Yeah. So like if it was a three day, if I had a three day ticket, I'd go after Doja Cat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unless he's going to do the college dropout album he won't which he wouldn't no he won't but yeah i just thought i love that arlo's going that's immense i'm so happy for her and can she just tour over here again please now i though? mean yes please that would be ideal don't worry about america don't worry about australia because i see her posting about that a lot and i'm like no come back here for us just yeah. me and you <laughs> yeah private intimate gig Oh my god, could you imagine? I'd literally die. So, main theme. 2021 wrapped. 2021. You get like a fully full year. It will be correct for you this year. I know, I'm so no excuses. About that. Last year I had to <laughs> cobble along with my Apple one. So yeah, I mean again, we're a couple months out. But we we again have not discussed anything, so you're no. hearing our genuine. Literally, I have been so excited about doing this because we acknowledge it's happening and then don't tell each other anything, <laughs> and it's really hard to keep it in because I just want to talk. You're the you and Ian are the people I want to talk to about it. Yeah, literally, and then it's like I don't post anything about it on my like Instagram no, just in case you I. see it, even though I could just hide you from it but I'm like no I'm not posting about it so this is our genuine first reaction so you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome to join this join us on this journey so 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 as always we just kind of go through all the different 
slides and then discuss. So it says this year was anything but normal, ready to get into the thick of it. And I was like, hell yeah, show me, <laughs> show me it. So show the first me. one for mine was and action. If 2021 was a movie, you were the main character. And then it said, and what's a movie without a soundtrack? So mine said the opening credits theme. And I was quite happy with mine. Um, Good days. Scissor. Nice. nice. <laughs> so mine, I was a bit like, oh. Oh, okay. This, is, this kind of would set this tone for a film. But not probably a film that I'd be in. Oh, no. But I love the song. I'm just saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so the opening credits scene would be put it down by Justin Sullivan. <laughs> which is essentially about having sex. So well, that, that's the tone for my theme, my film, doesn't it? I mean, that's two very different tracks. Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, it doesn't surprise me though. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next one, the song playing as you proclaim your love in the rain. Mine was Zane vibes. Nice. <laughs> I do okay. love that song, but don't think it's I love you in the rain. <laughs> so I had a different thing on this one. Oh. Mine was the song playing as you face off against your rival dance crew, <gasps> which I was like, yeah, I'm here for that. Okay. Uh, flowers. Yay! I was like, hey! That makes thank sense. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, I like that. My next one was the song playing as you score the game-winning point at the buzzer. I was like, okay, all right, Spotify, calm down. Um, <laughs> Tabor days, drugs. <laughs> okay. Does that mean that I need to take them because I'm not very good at sports? What does that mean? Maybe steroids on the right kind of job. Oh, God. Performance enhancers. Yeah. Right. Mm. So now mine is the song playing as you proclaim your love in the rain. On it, Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> so basically, she's doing the soundtrack to your movie. She's just doing the soundtrack to my movie. I'm down. I'm here for it. That's fine. Okay. Nice. But I mean, the album was called Hotels. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> So my next slide says, in 2021, you did what you had to. Playing box fan sounds every single night, completely normal. That's what mine said. Right, so the next one, this is where we get into the big, the big butts, what we want to know. Yeah. yeah. I spent 19,290 minutes listening. That's more than 74% of other listeners in the UK. So I got a few more than you so i spent 19,474 minutes listening and then it says the same as yours now i know that i don't listen to my spotify just me like i listen to we had apple music on i listened to ian's spotify you've got the radio and all that kind of jazz in between so actually i think this is a massive this is just a fraction of what I listen to on my own. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And then my friend sent me a screenshot of hers. <laughs> and hers says, you spent 151,492 minutes listening. That's insane. That's more than 99.5% of other listeners in the United Kingdom. And then I did a bit of maths 
and worked out that that means she listens to 6.9 hours of music a day. That's crazy. And she was like, to be fair, that sounds about right. And then she was like, and I do think, so she puts um, like sounds on for her little boy to go to yeah. sleep. And that's on Spotify as well. So mm-hmm. oh, I was just like, whoa, Sammy. Like she does love music. Yeah, um, when you like sent me that, I was like, mine is not near that. I was like, I feel like I'm a fake <laughs> I feel like I'm a fake but that is a hell of a lot props to Sammy yeah so the next one while everyone was trying to figure out what NFTs were you had one song on repeat <laughs> your top song of the year was are you ready for this um. Scissor good days <laughs> <laughs> really you played it a very reasonable 81 times as is your right but yeah, I feel like 81 times is not a lot. No. So mine, my top song, I was really disappointed with how many times it says I listened to it. It was really low. Okay. So to be my top song, I was like, I don't even believe that. I don't yeah. believe you. But I do believe my top song. So your top song of the year was Back in Love City by The Vaccines. Nice. You played it a very reasonable 26 times, as is your right. No way. I've definitely played it more than 26 times because I, I literally used to just put it on. That album, yeah. I listened to it on loop after loop after loop and played it for Evie and played it for everyone. But I don't dispute that it's my top song, but I do dispute the number. That number of times. It doesn't yeah. seem like a lot, does it? No, not at all. Especially for me. If I'm like, oh, 81 doesn't seem a lot. No. That definitely does not sound like a lot. So then the next one is, but that wasn't the only song in your rotation. Yep. Right. So top songs. Here we go. Do you have any guesses? What's going to be in my top? Uh, I'm going to go straight off the bat with Scissor. Number one. Good days. Yeah, Yeah. Obviously. And number one for me is Back in Love City by the vaccines i'm gonna go i reckon your number two will be the same as my number two no not seeing no. my number oh, two. oh okay no. all right well i think your my number two will be in your top five i don't know because there's someone oh, that i okay. thought was going to be in there and it's not so oh, my no. number two is billy eilish happier than ever oh yeah i did have that song on repeat to be yeah, fair okay yeah. So my number two is Hope by Arlo Parks. She's not in my top five. I feel like that's not right. I feel like that's not right. I, I knew as soon as you said it would be the same, I was like, it's not Arlo. It's not Arlo. Number three for me is KSI Youngblood Polo G Patience. <laughs> I, <can laughs> I did really like that song. You be ashamed of yourself. I'm not. I'm not. I know you're not. <laughs> um, number three for me was Good Days by SZA. Yes. <laughs> Um, number four for me was Picard, Helen Back. I nice. do really like that song, so nice. it's right. Number four for me was Darker Place by Ra- Rachel Chinaturi. Nice. Which I definitely agree with because I listen to that song a lot. Yeah, and you like her very much. I do well, really like her. And then my number five, Tyler, the creator. What's your name? What is your name? Who are you? <laughs> number five for me was... Uh... Put it down by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, I just want to point out here, though. What did I say to you earlier in the year? I said to you, I'm really hoping for a lot of females in my top five. Four out of five, done it. Not on purpose, 
that is genuinely the music that I was listening to. Well chuffed with that. Because I think we said that earlier on, that it's like we're trying to listen to more women, but it's not like we hope that our Spotify wrapped will reflect that. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's not as good as yours because like, mine's yeah. two out of five, but I was happier yeah, with it. With the ratio. With, compared to other yeah. years. And I've also noticed that my songs that they're recommending to me now, yeah. I've got more women coming through in my radars and I think that's brilliant. I love that. It is good. Right, so next one. You deserve a playlist as long as your skincare routine. And then it was a link to your top 100 of yeah. your songs in the year, which I actually kind of like because they do so like you're one to five. So it's listed, I'm guessing, in the rankings. Is that how yeah. you phrase it? Yeah. yeah. So like your top five is as listed. So then um, I'm guessing yeah. every track yeah, is down. in the correct order. So I liked that. I yeah, love that very much. Too. I don't know if they've done that previously. They probably have. One presumes, though. Yes. Um, I just never noticed it until now. <laughs> so the next one, in a year like 2021, even your music gets a vibe check. It's time to unveil your audio aura. <laughs> yeah, mine said the same. Entering wrapped multi-dimensional mode. So the thing is, I was a bit disappointed because I kept seeing the same colours yeah. on different people's. And I was like, right. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, I love this. But then Ashes was the same, but just the words were different. Okay. So your audio aura, your top music moods are euphoric, which is like a nice hmm. lilac-y purple. And yep. bold, which is an orange. So euphoric and bold is mine. So mine were happy, which was the lilac colour, mm. and bold, which was the orangey mm. red. Okay. So Ian had different. Oh, okay. But I can't remember what his were now. But I thought it was cool. They always yeah. tend to chuck in like something every year that's a bit more a like... Bit odd. And that yeah. follows on from the mid-year thing they did. Yes, it does. Yeah, the aura um, situation. So euphoric and bold. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Happy and bold. I'm all right with that. So then it goes, you always understood the assignment. So this is the genre one, which always amazes me every single year. <laughs> so <laughs> you what, yours? To... No, I'm laughing at you. Oh, yeah. you listened to 110 different genres this year. But we would have been proud even if you exclusively listened to whale sounds. All right. So mine said you listened to 144 different Ooh. genres this year, but we would have been proud even if you'd exclusively listened to whale sounds. See, how many? What? Oh, I did not know there were so many. But I swear we say that every year. Yeah. 110. Mental. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, so top genres. So are we going to go from five to one? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's mix it up. Let's change cool. it up. What? Right, so my top genres. So number five, alternative hip-hop. Mine was house. Okay. I have not seen that on my top five genres for a long time. <laughs> number four, indie pop. Number four, modern rock. Oh. Yeah, okay. I, was, I, was, I was like, oh, okay, odd. Okay, right. I'll take it. I don't know if that is, is that where I am. Is that what? The vaccine. I was going to say, is it vaccines? Or I don't know if Coldplay described themselves like that. Because I listen to so much Coldplay. I'm not. 
I reckon it probably is like vaccines. Okay. Probably. Carry on. Unless mum's been stealing your Spotify. She has not. (laughs) Um, Number three, pop punk. Yeah. Number three, indie soul. Nice. Oh, indie soul. Feel that. Number two, dance pop. (laughs) So my number two was UK hip hop. Oh, okay. I think it's all the daya. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. It's cool. And then my number one. So I'm happy with it, but oh. I feel like it kind of got taken over. So when I'm working um, and sometimes I'm concentra- concentrating on stuff, I like to put this genre on because I find it quite relaxing and I can just focus. Mm. So I feel like it's not completely true, only when I'm working, if that makes sense. Okay. So my number one is lo-fi beats. And oh, there's nice. because I play the same play they have a lo-fi beats playlist that I just yeah. put on because it's nice to just zone out to. Dance pop is my number one. Oh, okay. That's the first one that we've had the same. Yeah. Interesting. That's good though. I'm happy with my top five. It didn't yeah. out me as a pop goon this year. No, so. not this year for the first time. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got indie pop, dance pop. So, oh, and pop punk. So, okay. Just All, right. Pop. All right, whatever. How well do you know you? We're talking the 3 a.m. playing music with no lights on you. I never do that, but okay. Let's play two truths and a lie. Right, so the artist who appeared the most in your playlist was Willow. The song you binge listened to the most was No Love in L.A., your number one Spotify playlist of the year was Ash and Jess. So what was the lie? I don't know. The second one. No. So the lie was the artist who appeared the most in your playlists was Willow. Oh, okay. Deceiving. That. Deceptive. Yeah. So mine were the artist who appeared the most in your playlist was Maria Dahlstrom. The comedy was your number one podcast topic of the year. The song you binge listened to the most was Peng Black Girls. The first one. Uh, no, that wasn't the lie. <gasps> oh, what was the lie? The song you binge listened to, Peng Black oh, Girls. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how. I would have gone with the first one as well. So the truth to my lie is the artist who appeared the most in your playlist was Hayley Williams. <laughs> There's a shocker. <laughs> no shock. No shock. Um, so the truth to my lie was the song you binge listened to the most was Dysfunctional by Kate Ranada. Okay. Fine. Yeah, I've got that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I listened to 1,288 different artists, but things got pretty serious with one. Oh. I listened to 2,168 different artists, oh, but things got pretty serious with one. Um, so what? I'm slacking. I'm not having that. I'm slacking. You nearly got one. Well, you did. You got like a thousand more than me. Mm-hmm. I was. Right, top artist. Here's the big one. Who do you think my top artist was? I'm going to go Tyler. Oh, am I even close? Your top artist was Hayley Williams. Oh. I got a lady though. My first time since being on Spotify. Which sounds crazy. My top artist is actually a lady. Yeah, so mine is not. 
Mine is not. My top artist. Go on, try and get. I was going to say, because it says you're in the top 1% of their listeners this year. So. Check you out. You know. Check you out. So yours is not a female. Not a female. Because I was going to say, is it Arlo Parks? Who did you just say Sullivan? Is it Rachel Sullivan? (laughs) (laughs) Not Rachel. (laughs) Where's Rachel? Jasmine. Jasmine. There you go. <laughs> Rachel. Who is Rachel Sullivan? I feel like that's someone. <laughs> so it's not, is it Drake? No. Do you want me just to tell you? Yeah, go on. It's the vaccines, obviously. Oh, obviously. And oh. I'm in the top 0.5% oh. of our listeners this year. Love that. Thank you. That's really cool. Check you out, super fan. I do love them. I flipping do love them. Obviously, I made you go. Yeah, and it was a hell of a good time. I would go a hundred times more. So it was so good, so good. Right. So I spent a total of nine hundred and ninety-two minutes with Haley, and I couldn't get enough of first thing to go. So it's my minutes are less than yours Mm. by a lot. I spent a total of five hundred and fifty-four minutes with them, and just couldn't get enough of back in Love City makes sense yeah and then it says in fact you found a lot of love this year and then it goes into top artists yeah so whew, number five for me paramore obviously, obviously. Makes sense. mine was the weekend oh okay my number four arlo parks my number four was j cole <laughs> <laughs> nice my number three, Neck Deep. Mine was Kings of Leon. Oh, okay. I didn't realise you listened to them. I do. I love Kings of Leon. I do put them on a lot. My number two, Tyler the Creator, <laughs> obviously. My number two is Jasmine Sullivan. I listened to that album so much. But again, you did say it's going to be my it's rap. It's going to be right up there. Yeah. Because I was just, I literally, it was just like on, on on go <laughs> yes put it on i love it and then so, number one's obviously vaccines yeah i only got one woman in my top five i've got this one woman in twice <laughs> if that helps so yeah. like three out of my five well two and two and a half because <laughs> <laughs> it's the same woman but yeah i'm pretty happy with my top yeah, I'm happy with they, that. It definitely reflects me. Yeah, and then it just says, "Thanks for making us a regular part of your total, totally irregular year." Now go forth and proudly share your top tier taste with the world. Yes, that's exactly the same on mine. And then it gives you all the little things. Yes, to like your different it. options to share. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's it. That is it. I was pretty happy with mine. Um, yeah. Again, it was nice to see some women in mine um because again the last few years have been very male heavy and i'm going to keep this picture and i'm going to see how it compares next year yeah i think i always save mine like i save it to my photos and then just keep it i don't think i've looked back at my past years but yeah i tried to look at my other ones because i listened to a 2018 top songs the mm-hmm. other day but I couldn't find any of my other ones oh that's annoying so I don't know if that's my left maybe but it shouldn't be should it 
And when people, again, I think I've said this before, when people post, oh, I don't care about your Spotify wrapped, I don't want to know, I do want to know. So keep posting it, because at the end of the day, it's your social media, you do what you want with it. So post away. Anyway, there we have it. That's it. First episode of 2022, done. Boom. Start as we mean to go on. Yeah. Bringing you those tunes. As always. As always. As always. And really looking forward to next month's episode, which is a celebration because Mm -hmm. it is our 50th. Yes. Our 50th episode. 50 months we've been doing this. That's crazy, isn't it? Months, which is just mind boggling. It has been wonderful. And that playlist is going to be banging, just saying. You're welcome. And we will see you next month for the celebration of our 50th episode. Yep. So bring the drinks, snacks, get ready. Get ready. Wish us a happy 50th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Shush. That was so disgusting. So vile. Who? Me? It's a 50th birthday. Disgusting. Oh, it's our 50th episode. So. Yeah. Well, our 50th episode birthday. As always, you can find all of our information on the website, pumpupthejampodcast.com. Yes. Uh, And that includes all the links to our social media, links to the episodes, and links to the playlist that we talk about all the way through the episode, which is basically a list of the songs that we've mentioned during today's episode. That is correct. That's that. And Thanks. Not much else to add because you smashed it. So smashed it. Thanks very much. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We love you very world much. Peace. Well, peace definitely. Still, world peace. Woo. That's all we want. And you can't see us, but we're both flipping up peace signs. Yo, I'm doing the double. Uh, Do blame. Hey. Um. So yeah. Speak to you next month. Bye. Bye.